How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And a good Saturday morning to you. Another hot one. And it's time for Tech Talk on CCO Radio. Denny Long here with our friend Doug Swinhart, our computer expert who's helped us out here on CCO for Many years doing that very thing this morning. So if you have any kind of a computer question, computer-related question, by all means, call it in or text it in. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. Good morning to you, Doug. Well, hi, Danny. How are you on this really, really warm day? I'm staying inside. Thank you very much. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Stay, uh, stay safe. Yep. Yeah, good thinking. I know I promised to listen, our listeners last week that I would save, and I did indeed save some text messages we didn't get to. But I, I wanted to ask you something. If anybody's going to want to call in, we'll wait for the calls as well. 651-989-9226. And I was thinking of, of, of the the uh, the calls we get at home, you know, the landline or the, the cell phone that are uh, these... <laughs> These, uh, what would Steve Cannon used to these scoff Oh, laws. you're thinking about the people who are doing uh, scams for uh, Yeah, what about scams? Do you run into that in your business? Oh, my. You know, since this uh, COVID-19 has begun, we've, they've, we've reached a new level. They're oh, really? targeting, especially our group, you know, baby boomers. Uh, yeah. Well, first, we're really convenient for them because a lot of us are retired and or semi-retired. So we are daytime work. And that plus the fact that, you know, we're, a lot of times we're sitting around kind of half asleep and watching TV and doing our thing. <laughs> and so we are a prime target. And what's come out with um, the coronavirus is a plethora of calls. And they are impersonating the government, making sure that you're getting your extra compensation. Um, free testing kits. Investing mm. into charities. And they just are just relentless. I can't encourage people enough. If you even get a little tingle in the back of your neck, don't move forward. Don't let them take control of your computer under any circumstances. And I always suggest to get a telephone number, a callback number. I got to go have lunch. Let me call you back in a few minutes. And if they give you that, that's a plus. But then you can actually go on the net and do a little research on this company see if it's legit, check the phone number to see if they're really going to answer that thing. But this is ramped up to an unbelievable degree. I thought it was starting to go away before the virus hit, and it has not. It's ugly, ugly, ugly. Just caution everybody to pay attention and uh, keep up your guard. Here's the problem, Danny. Those of Hmm. us that are honest, we have a tendency of listening and trusting people. Right. (laughs) Isn't that something? 
So then, well, next thing, they're in your pocket for two, three, four hundred dollars or they're better than that. They're checking your bank account to make certain you're getting your, your compensation checks. No, don't give them any information like that. Never mm-hmm. social security number, never driver's license, and even be a little conscientious about your date of birth. If they get that information, they go wild. Great, great topic, Dane. Thank you for bringing that up. It's kind of scary, too, for a lot of folks. My, my. Well, yeah. And like I say, you know, I get people, oh, I, I should have known better. I feel so yeah. And I got to tell them, these people are absolute professionals at extracting dollars. You're the victim here. You, you're not the blame. You shouldn't be blaming yourself for this. And I think there's a lot more of these people being caught and prosecuted that we don't hear about. I believe that law enforcement is keeping it quiet, working their way up the food chain. It isn't mm. near as easy as it used to be. The safeguards are growing by the day, and I think the good guys are inevitably, we're going to win, no question. It's just a well, question I hope you're right. of time. And Had to ask you about topic. that. Good, good topic. 651-989-9226. If you want to call in your computer question or send a text, again, that's the same number, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six, and we we'll get you Doug's number as well. His uh, number he's kind enough to give us for some uh, maybe some extra help down the road. All right, let's uh, grab a couple of text messages, and then I know we have callers as well. Uh, here's one: it says my computer has started randomly restarting Windows and going back to BIOS. I'm pretty sure it's because my CPU is underpowered or overheating, but I really don't know how to figure out if that's my issue. This could be multiple. If it use if a computer overheats, it will generally shut down completely. If the sensors are working properly, it's not going to automatically go back into a reboot. I'm almost thinking that it's possible that we've got some erratic RAM behavior, random access memory chips, and depending upon their computer, chances are that to replace those would be just dirt cheap. And you can figure out what you need by going to Crucial.com and put in your model and make, and it'll tell you the exact RAM. And you can even buy Crucial at Micro Center or order it online. Uh, Great memory. But to diagnose this thing fully, I would say you'd be better off to download a copy of Linux and install it to a live USB or DVD drive, optical drive, and boot from that. And see if you're in another operating system, if perchance that's going to go away or not even exist. That's the case. Let's not be buying any hardware. Let's go looking at Windows first. This is um, the strange part is not so much that it's shutting down. The strange part is that it's rebooting immediately. That makes me think that it's either memory, if it is hardware, or there's some little snafu going on in Windows. Uh, this should be investigated and take care of as quick as possible. Good text. Really good text. Right. Let's get to the phones, uh, Doug. I think uh, David is calling in from Minneapolis with a question. David, what's your question for Doug? Hello, Doug. Or David. Okay. I, tell you what, I think we're having some kind of technical. Well, yeah, we're straightening that out. Let me. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, he was probably listening to the radio. But oh, let me let me ask you this text here. My uh, the texter says my internet freezes a lot, 
all connections are good. Is this a router issue or possibly the provider? I would be looking at that router first and or modem. They, they call it modem, but it's a router. And this is where I think the philosophy of, well, should I buy my own or should I rent is, is more prudent. I believe that we should rent and just let that company take and take the responsibility for that piece of equipment. That way, from there on, you know it's inside your network or not. The question of, is it my internet service provider, is really big. If this particular customer is not purchasing enough bandwidth, this is one area that will cause you all kinds of trouble. And my opinion of this is that you can't have fast enough internet. If you take the time to learn what you can achieve with the internet, this thing will pay for itself many times over every month. Not just in entertainment, but in buying products and doing research, um, expanding your mind, because you've got access to every library practically on the planet. It's a tremendous tool. And I think sometimes as, as homeowners and, and, and renters and whatnot, we have a tendency of going, well, what's the lowest much, I, what's the cheapest price I can get? But in this arena, you get what you pay for, and you definitely pay for what you get. I think people need to step up a little bit on the speed. But to really answer that question, there's far too many things to, to just have a pat answer. This one's too big for that. Mm -hmm. I'd be checking the Internet yeah. speed first. And if all devices go out all at once, that's going to be a tell. And if they're rebooting, I would, um, I'd be looking at that also. Good tech. Really good tech. All right. I know we have to take a quick break. I want to alert David. Uh, you're going to be next up on the phone here. And if you want to call in your question for Doug, 651-989-9226. Same for the text messages. We'll take this break. And I'll be right back with more of our Tech Talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Welcome back to Tech Talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Denny Long here with Doug Swinhart, our computer expert, helping us out again uh, today. And, uh, boy, we've got so many texts and callers as well. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put you back to work, Doug. Uh, David is trying uh, again, uh, calling in from Minneapolis. David, what is your question? Hi, Doug. Um I just wanted to uh, let you know that there's a scam going around in regards to Social Security and your can and your uh, computer. Um, they want uh, you to uh, click on a link, otherwise your Social Security number is going to be locked. And I know that this isn't the Social Security doing this. Is that correct? Yeah. This is absolutely not the Social Security office, but I have gotten three calls on that in the last several weeks. I encourage people to do not fall for that nonsense at all. When in doubt, don't go. You can always call the local Social Security office, or better than that, rather than bother them, just jump online and run a Google search on Social Security scam, and you're going to come up with it and see it. go. And just make sure. Don't. If it's a good deal today, it'll be a good deal tomorrow. It appears to me that most of these people just can't get your money fast enough. They just got to create fear and panic and get you to your checkbook or your credit card. And they need that. In, and have them call back tomorrow. You're busy. You got to go visit grandchildren, whatever, store, doesn't matter, doctor's appointment, whatever you got going on that day, take a break, have them call you tomorrow or even the next day. If they're not legitimate, I highly doubt they'll call back. But no. Yeah, 
really use some caution. This is just completely out of hand. Wow. Thanks for the call, David. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll get back to the phones. I want to grab a text or two here, uh, Doug. Here's one. It said, uh, I need to start utilizing cloud storage, but I have no idea where to start. Does Gmail have cloud storage, and do I need to pay for a service? Help. Excellent text. Every person that has a Gmail account, if you are accessing your Gmail account through a web browser, which I encourage, up in the upper right-hand corner, you will see nine dots that form a square. Click on that dot, and you will see Google Drive. It's a part of Gmail, and it's free up to 25 gigabytes, including your mail and your photos. I encourage people to check out Google Photos, and this thing is just a piece of gold. Now, if you require more space, if I'm not mistaken, you can purchase from Google a terabyte of space for $9 a year. You cannot buy hard drive space for that. No. Also, Apple offers iCloud, and that is another tremendous service. If you have an HP printer, HP now has jumped on the bandwagon, and they offer cloud storage free of charge as a service to their printer and computer customers as well. They're out there. One thing I like is to have people understand how to take care of this manually, and it's really simple. To get it up into the clouds on Google, you take your files and you drag them right up into that drive and just sit back and watch them go up. And that's not taking them off your hard drive. So you've got a copy on your hard drive, a workable copy, plus you've got off-site storage in the cloud. And I think you might want to have a, an external hard drive on the premise or someplace else. That gives you three copies. Um, if I do a computer and I have enough room to do a dual boot, I put a working copy in Linux, a working copy in Windows, and one up in the cloud wherever they want to go. And there's several services that are well worth the money that will automate this. Um, now, uh, um, <clears throat> Carbon Copy is absolutely the premium in my mind. And we've got a local company, I think, that's called SugarSync, another premier company. And Mosey has sold out to Carbon Copy. And so that's all kind of merged at this point, and they are doing a great job. Plenty, plenty of things that you can do. And today, I just don't think there's any reason at all anybody should ever lose any important data. And great text, dynamite text. All right, good. Back to the phones we go, Doug. Uh, Denny's calling in from Invergrove. Denny, you're on with Doug. Yes, Denny. I've got an old Toshiba that's about 10 years old, and it's a laptop, and I just love it. It works good. It works fine. I broke the hinge this morning, and I also know that the fan's going bad on it, and it needs a new battery. I was looking into buying a new computer, and I went to the company where I purchased it from 10 years ago. They said that almost nothing was transferred over to the new computer that I'd have to reinstall the computers, the um, programs, which is just Office, and I got an old copy of WordPerfect I use on there. And then they said I can't transfer over passwords or browsers. Is there any way around that, or would I just be better off trying to fix this old one? Yeah, you know, here's the thing. That older computer of yours, uh, depending on what the parts would cost, and you'd want to get them inexpensive. But if you're going to go far enough to where you're fixing the hinge, 
and get the, and put new fans in. Fans, I think we'd be, pick up for three to six dollars a piece. And yours, if I'm not mistaken, has one. But if you're going that far, I would say, hey, let's put a solid state drive in there for another forty dollars. You got two hundred and fifty six gigabyte solid state drive and instead of booting in four to five minutes, you're booting in about thirty two to thirty five seconds. Now, once you put that new drive in, you're going to reinstall your operating system, and that's going to require you to reinstall your programs also from the ground up. Now, I think that this is a much easier procedure than what most people believe, but you got to have all your ducks in a row. And as far as transferring your passwords from your browser, that's actually possible to do. And again, Google is your friend here because Gmail, you can set up a Google account and you can sync your data to the cloud. So if you go into another computer, even a temporary computer, and you log on to your Gmail account, that browser, including passwords, including bookmarks or favorites, however you want to term them, they're going to come in to that computer. And if it's a, if you're a computer you're on vacation and you're in a data center, we don't save our password, of course. But yeah, it's possible to transfer that. You would end up with probably three times the machine that you have now. It's really a push for me to recommend, yep, buy a new one or keep the old one without doing a diagnostics on your machine. I like the older equipment. In the last two weeks, I probably have salvaged and saved and put back on the road, so to speak, probably 10 computers that are 10 years old or more. Wow. And in fact, one of them I did was a 2002. Great little HP desktop. It's a, You're going to want to make sure your hardware first before you make that decision. But thank you so much for the call. I love calls like this. All right. Hang on, Doug. We're going to, we got another half hour or so of the show to go. So uh, all the textures and all the callers, hang on on News Talk 830, WCCO. And we are back with more Tech Talk here on this Saturday morning. Our friend Doug Swinhart helping you out with your computer-related questions by phone and by text. And as usual, Doug, we have a bunch of both. So let's uh, let's get back to it. I think William is waiting there in Coon Rapids to uh, to ask, at least I think he is. William, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear well, go me? Go ahead with your question, please. Yes, yeah, I, go ahead, please. I have a Lenovo uh, laptop. Okay. That, um, when I try to turn it on, it, it it's nothing. It won't turn on. Uh, that's pretty serious. That's um, that we got. You got to get that to where somebody can use a multimeter, and depending on what they find, I'm thinking the first thing would probably be your power jack or your AC adapter. That if you don't have anything, you got to start right from scratch testing where the break in the electricity is. I can tell you from experience that 90% of the time, it's that AC adapter and or the power jack. And both should be inexpensive and easy to replace. Now, if it goes beyond that, it can run into dollars very quickly. But nine times out of 10, that's it. So I would definitely have that checked. Lenovo is a good little computer, nice little machine. And thank you so much for the call, William. Well, speaking of calling, uh, Doug, you're kind enough to give our listeners uh, your phone number because I know you're a very busy guy, 651-552-9543. Uh, I'll mention that again now, but again, uh, just before uh, Doug leaves, 
43. Am I correct? You're a busy guy, right? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I like to make sure I answer every call, but I got to be honest to tell you that since this D19 thing took off, I'm yeah. buried. And I'm just starting to see daylight, so I'm hoping in the next week or so it'll calm down. And it's, uh, it's always busy. It's always better to have too much work rather than not enough, as long as I can get everybody taken care of in a timely manner. It's been a push the last six weeks. That I can well, guarantee you. But um, I'd uh, like to see if I can make sure. And so many people who thought they were ready to work at home. And some of the complexities, I got calls from some folks I haven't heard from in 15 to 20 years. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> it, it, it'll work out. We'll make it through this. We, I think we'll get through this just All fine. Right. Good. Uh, here's a text, and then we'll go back to the phones. After a large Windows update, the next time, Texter says, I turned on my computer, I just got a blue screen with no icons. What can oh. I try? Uh, that's really, really tough. If it's a laptop, the first thing you want to do is unplug the computer, shut it down, unplug the computer, take your battery out so there's no electricity connected to it, and gently push your power button down like you're going to turn it on, but hold it down for 25 to 30 seconds, and then you can just plug in your AC adapter. You don't even need to put your battery in, and power it up and see what you have. If that condition continues, and no matter what, you can't get it to a desktop, chances are you're going to that will require a, a reinstall of the operating system. That, Windows 10 really doesn't give us a safe mode, per se. Uh, the older operating systems, you could tap F8 and go into safe mode. Windows 10 doesn't have that. You actually have to have a, a right at least to the login screen before you can even get to the BIOS. Now, a lot of computers will let you get into the BIOS before you go. This sounds to me like Windows actually has updated some driver for your video. Uh, and if it's that simple... You might be able just to throw it off with the with the BIOS, and it would retrain and come back up. But that's complex. There's no information. There's nothing to go with. So you got to really just start. I would be checking to make sure your data is backed up. And if it's not, I'd get that data off that hard drive before you did anything. And good text. Thank you so much. And I wish you weren't having this issue. Uh, good text. All right. Let's go back to the phones, Doug. Frank is, I believe, calling from Hastings, Minnesota this morning. Frank, you're on with Doug. Hey, Doug, got a question for you. Uh, I've got a Dell XPS from 2009. It has a Samsung um, SSD drive in it. Mm -hmm. every, every once in a while, I turn it on, and it says operating system not found, but I'll turn it back off and then turn it on. Not a real problem. I'm just curious as to whether you've heard stuff like that before. I just got done reconfiguring a computer identical, got to be within a, a year or so period of years. I had the same issue. And what happens is, is the actual master boot record, it's like these solid state drives, time to time, they're just too fast for the computer. And the master boot record was actually recorded too far forward, and it would miss the computer would miss it trying to pick it up. There is a recovery tool that you can download free of charge and boot to this recovery, and it will repair that. And it's called Boot Recovery Tools, and I think I will direct you to send me an email 
or give me a call and I'll give you the link because it's too lengthy. It's really, you're going to go be going to GitHub to get it and you will download it right from the developer. That's one of the best recovery tools for hard drives that I have ever found. And they're working on it continuous and improving it with every version of Windows. And by the way, that works with Mac and Linux as well. I don't know if this individual is going to take this commercial, but if, if he does, it's going to be worth every penny. It's a fantastic utility. And I hope that helps. Good. Uh, here's a text question, Doug. It says, an Asus TF300T tablet running painfully slow. Tried uh, The texter tried factory reset twice with no change. Help. Love the show. Thanks for all you do. Oh, what a nice comment. We love the, the kind words. Oh, um, yes. That particular unit, that tablet, I have to be honest and tell you, I can't recall exactly what that's got for storage. I'm thinking it's using a solid-state drive, but it's an, a small EM drive, if I'm not mistaken. That could be replaced, perhaps. It's never going to be really a speed demon, but you can get these things running pretty good. I think this one's probably running Windows Starter, and that's probably not the best operating system for that. I've taken a bunch of these smaller tablets and uh, netbooks, and put uh, SSD drives in them and put Linux, they run like the wind. You, We've got, there's distributions of Linux that are designed, very, very low resource, still secure, still give you all the bells and whistles, not quite as graphical as the upper echelon distributions, but you can take an old piece of equipment and make it run for another 5, 10, 15, hopefully 25 years. Uh, I think that has more to do with the drive and the operating system. And if they're saving stuff on their desktop, that's the killer. Uh, sometimes it's uh, actually user perpetuated. And if that, I hope that helps. If not, give me a call and I'll see what I can do to help you. Thank you. All right. Again, we'll give you the Doug's phone number before the show is over. Uh, here's a text that has no sound through the speakers, but does through the headphones. It's a Lenovo ThinkPad Windows 7 Pro. Underneath the control panel and sound, that has to be configured so the stream is going both. Now, many computers, when we plug in the headphones, the settings under sounds are configured in such a way to where your external speakers just shut off automatic. There is a way to get the speakers and the headphones, but I think that's built into the computer. Now, they pull the headphones out, the speakers don't work, then we got to be looking at a deeper configuration issue. The, something's going on there. And generally speaking, they have put precedence in when they configured it, they put the precedence on the headphones. And if they're left plugged in, external speakers won't work. They, almost always they shut off. Well, makes sense. If you're wanting the headphones on, well, there's no need to have external sound. Right. But, most manufacturers will put their equipment together that way, and I hope that helps. That makes sense. Uh, Doug, we need to take a quick break. Uh, we'll uh, come back and we'll grab uh, some more questions uh, from our listeners. We'll be right back with more Tech Talk on News Talk 830 WCCO. Welcome back to this portion of Tech Talk. Denny Long here with our friend Doug Swinart helping you out there this morning, as he has for a long time here on CCO, both by phone and by text.
Oh, Doug, we have so so many so many folks that want to ask you questions here. Let's see how many we can get through before this uh, this day is done. Uh, here's one. It says, "Can a Vista system be updated?" Oh my goodness, yes. These Vista computers—that's a prime candidate to be turned right into a Linux computer. You'd be amazed how well they run. If it's not worth a solid-state drive and you've got all your data off, use the hard drive that's in there and either do a dual boot side-by-side with Vista or just do a clean install, which I would recommend, and go pure Linux. It's amazing the difference. A normal Vista computer, if it isn't configured to the nines, will take six, seven, something, eight minutes to boot. That same computer with the same hardware with Linux, even a spinner drive, it will be 45 seconds to a minute just to get running. And all everything you do is the same proportion. I would not be throwing that equipment away, not even a little bit. That's a pretty good computer. Vista got a bad rap, and I don't think that it deserved that rap. It was a good operating system, but required considerable configuration. And not all system administrators wanted to put six to eight hours in each computer. And that's really what created the reputation. But it was a great operating system. But it's seen its day, and it's time to move on. It is resource-heavy. Your computer's going to run much, much better. There's several operating systems for that computer. Uh, Just don't be in a hurry to pile on the garbage onto the planet. Excellent text, Denny. I love that one. Here's one that just is a quick one. Uh, Just want your opinion of HP Pavilion. Uh, one of uh, HB's most successful lines. And Pavilion's come in a plethora of models. Over the years, they've used that, that particular run. It's a great machine. And like all the rest of them, it really depends on care and if you've kept them up. But HB Pavilion, they're a tremendous line. I like HP equipment. Always have, probably always will. They're not the most expensive. They're definitely not the cheapest. But they have a presence in business. And depending on what you get for these things, like the ProBooks, HB ProBook is a standard throughout not just our country, but the, but the entire planet. They're, they're built tough, a little bit heavier, but they're built for a business individual. Fantastic equipment. I like HP. Good text. Thank you so much. All right. Now, this is something I'm not familiar with, but this texter said, I just saw something on YouTube claiming this product will triple your internet speed. Do you know anything about it, please? Uh, yeah, we get all kinds of that nonsense. Uh, that's, um, you might see some increase, but what they're really doing here is they're selling extenders and routers or possibly software. I saw a number of years ago, guy was selling plans to make your internet run 10 times the speed. Denny, I had to buy it. I sent this guy via PayPal, $49.95, and a couple days later, I couldn't even download it on the Internet. A couple days later, in the mail, I get this photocopied piece of paper that's talking about how wrapping my wires with aluminum foil is going to make all kinds of difference. <laughs> I contacted PayPal and put a reversal on that so fast so it'd scare you. That if, it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Now, that's yeah. it. I did a, um, a Dell laptop this week, and I'm thinking it was about five or six years old, and 
his Wi-Fi was delivering about 30 megabits per second. I put a new Wi-Fi Bluetooth card in there that I picked up on Amazon for $28. And his Wi-Fi was running at 160 megabits per second, almost the same speed as my Ethernet. And to go from 30 megabits to 160, that's a tremendous increase. That makes sense. But most of these things that want you to purchase a, a new router, well, unless you increase your bandwidth at your internet service provider, it's not going to do much good. Uh, they do have certain things that will keep the channels alive, but you can do that with software as well. I'm not real big on those things. Great tech. Hope that helps. You know, before we run out of time, we have two, three minutes left to go, Doug. I, I want to alert our listeners that uh, you will, you and I won't be doing this particular show next Saturday at this time. Am I right? Uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, putting a little bit more emphasis on uh, supporting the black community, and I think mm-hmm. that's proper. Uh, one thing I got to ask you, though, Daddy, if it's okay. Yeah. A friend of mine owns a business in Edina, Broadcast Design Group, and he's been after me to do a uh, um, a vlog or something online, and if I pursue that with him, can I call you up and have you give a shout out to our listeners? Well, of course, and oh, uh, I know nice. I, I of course you can, and and I, I want to alert our listeners. I know for a fact uh, that our CCO management loves Doug and loves Tech Talk, so I know you're going to be back. And as soon as we find out a place, which will be soon, we'll announce that too. What do you say? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, the program director called me. We had a nice talk and. Yeah, this is an important issue that that they're covering. So I um, I love being on air, but from time to time we got to take a step back and let the important issues uh, take their pre- take their place. And uh, I agree with you. Sooner we get yeah. back on air, the better. And thank absolutely. You so much. All right, well, let's. I think we have time maybe for maybe one more text. Uh, here it is. A number of retailers. Texter says I access in the internet direct me to their store close to my ISP location, which is in the East Metro, instead of our home in YZ. We use DSL through CenturyLink, and my browser is Firefox. How can I change that? I'm not certain what they want to do. They want to go to other retailers farther away? Well, no, it, 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 it sounds to me like they want it closer to their home in YZ, not, not where their ISP location is. Oh, yeah, that's um, on, well, I would on think you can... and Windows, you've got um, a location service, and that location service should be where that computer is located if you're doing yeah. shopping. Yeah. I'm not certain what's going on with this Internet service provider. I, I, I certainly hope they're not redirecting what your computer is telling them your location is. That's bizarre. I'd it like really to is. More investigating on that. That's... um. sure. Something's not right there. Something's off. Well, I tell you, speaking of off, we got to be off here in uh, just seconds, Doug. And uh, always a pleasure. I will give you a call this week, and we'll uh, catch up on things. What do you say? Outstanding, Denny, and thank you so much. And I look forward to hearing from you next week as well. Here's Doug's number, 651-552-9543. His name is Doug Swinhart. He's helped us a lot here on CCO, and it's much appreciated.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 